Hey folks, before we start, we just want to say that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri, Woiwurrung and Bunurong peoples of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and emerging. Sovereignty was never ceded. Enjoy! How was that? Actually, I loved it. Welcome to Actually I Loved It, the show that brings Katie joy and tortures me. My name is Kayla Hamill. And I'm Katie Nethercoach. <laughs> and this week I challenged Katie to watch the movie The Meg. Um, so here's some info about The Meg. It uh, was directed by John Turtletub. I hope I am saying that right. Um, turtle, turtle tub, turtle tub, or know. turtle tub, turtle tub, turtle tub. I did Google Turtletub. it, and one of the things said turtle tub. Okay, I like it. Turtle tub, directed by John Turtle Tub. Uh, uh, that's appropriate because it is an ocean movie as well. Exactly. You love a thematic don't connection in the names. It. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was. Really, you're already starting this. <laughs> this deep, deep. I'm raring to go. <laughs> a deep dive. A deep dive it? into the world of the Meg. G'day, folks. It's just future Kayla here, uh, giving you a brief synopsis of the Meg. So the Meg stars a big shark that attacks a submarine. Jason Statham, as Jason Statham, comes in all hoity-toity and attempts to save the crew against an unimaginable threat. Well, it's technically it's not unimaginable because the movie happened, unfortunately. Uh, it is a 75-foot-long prehistoric shark known as Big Megan. We're all rooting for you, Big Megan. It was produced by Warner, Warner Bros. Studios, if you care. Um, released uh, in theatres in 2018. And um, look, it's got a PG rating of 13 and there is a lot of action, there's peril, there's bloody images and some language and I just... There is some language. I there's just multiple don't know. languages. There's multiple actually. languages. Now, Rotten Tomatoes. <clears throat> Here are some reviews which <laughs> I find them delicious. <laughs> okay, so this is from Matt Neal from ABC Radio. I'm as much a fan of big, dumb, fun movies as the next man-child. The Meg is mostly just big, dumb. And that was a rating of two out of five stars. Yep, yep, okay. Couldn't have said it better myself, Matt Neal. Thank you very much. Um, This... (laughs) Okay, I've I've read this through incorrectly, and so now I'm just realising that Tyler F. may be a misogynist, but... Oh, Hear me okay. out. There are only Who are we giving the platform to, Kayla? Are... Who are we giving platform to? <laughs> there are, like, it's... you got to find the diamonds in the rough. There, diamonds Katie, in the rough. Diamonds in the rough. Diamonds okay, in the rough. Going, there are only two things worse than this film, both of which happen to be in said film. Bing Bing Lee's honestly terrible acting, 
Ruby Rose's shite haircut. Seriously, don't watch this film unless you're drunk high or enjoy making yourself suffer. One star. Okay, Tyler F. <laughs> there are a multitude of things wrong with this movie. The fact that you chose two female actresses <laughs> to attack, it means you hate women or you're an incel. <laughs> In saying that, <laughs> I I would have to agree. <laughs> but also, I I don't hate women. I just think the haircut was wild and the acting was truly terrible. Now, this is one of my favorite things. This is another mm-hmm. review, one of my favorites. This movie, this movie has no fucking balls. Fuck 'em. Thanks, Riley Z. Half a star. <laughs> he was very angry, and that I don't was know. And I don't know who he's talking to. Um, it's very accurate because the movie doesn't have balls. Um, yes. We don't see any balls on the screen in terms of genitalia. We do see some, you know, the floaty balls that people are playing with, but. I it was think a very prominent ball at the very like final third. Very prominent of the ball. Film. There actually, actually, I take that back. There was a prominent ball. It um, was a singular prominent ball. Riley and this one, um, I okay. This one got four stars, Katie. Okay, you might excellent. be surprised. Like we're onto something here. But mm? hear me out. Okay. Louis the fifth. So. <laughs> The king. Sorry, the king. The king. <laughs> Louis V. I didn't know he was still with us. Hello. I didn't know that either. Thank you for, thank you for <laughs> blessing our podcast with your thoughts. Hello to you, Louis V. Um, said it was a good movie if you love sharks. Now, I beg to differ. <laughs> if you love sharks... Hmm. Why would you love a film that is all about destroying a shark? <laughs> I think that's my opening argument to you, Katie Nethercoat. Okay. Away we go. <laughs> well, uh, actually, I loved it. <laughs> okay, okay, here just we go. first off. Um, I just need you to know that the very top of my notes, mm-hmm. I've written one sentence. Okay. And that sentence reads, Kayla, you fucked up. (laughs) Because I bloody love a shark movie. Okay. Sharks are my favourite animal Mm -hmm. of all time. Yeah. And if you add in some, like, blood and guts, we've got multiple sharks in there as well. It's not just one. You've got some great, like, wide open mouth teeth shots of the sharks it's just it's it's chef's kiss chef's kiss Ooh la la. it's the salt nah. bay is it it is it's, it's salt the salt bay, bay. Yeah. but if all of the little individual salt flakes mm-hmm. were individual tiny little megs oh just God. like that's pure poetry but look before i get into the shark of it all okay <laughs> i just want to thank you for suggesting this film because I think the subtext, it's really clear, mm-hmm. it's really obvious, but it's also really important. Um, I think we would all agree that this is a really deep dive into motherhood. Um, I would say that's like the predominant theme. Uh, we do love, oh, sorry, yeah, what was um, that? Sorry, just a question. 
How, <laughs> how, how, how do you think uh, motherhood is explored in well, The I- Meg? I mean, it's pretty obvious. Um, <laughs> Sorry, yeah, just for know. just for an audience uh, member who's sort of new to this kind of genre and world. Okay, so obviously we're introduced to, um, you'll have to forgive me, I did not pay attention to anyone's names, <laughs> um, but the main female protagonist in there, mm-hmm. also female scientist, we love a little bit Su-Yin. of uh, women in STEM, correct. Uh, she had a daughter and that relationship was quite present and prominent in the film. So she was there. She was. Okay. That existed. Yep. Point for Katie. Um, and then well. <laughs> what I would argue is is the parallel to mm-hmm. that journey, that emotional core of the film, um, is is revealed in the in the third act twist when you find out that the Meg that you've been following, I mean, spoilers, obviously, mm-hmm. for anyone who's deeply invested in the journey of the Meg, I highly recommend, Um so you've got the Meg that you've been, they've been fighting this whole time. Yes. And then that Meg is 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 destroyed. I have been referring to it as little Megan. Um, I encourage you to do the same. So once little Megan, poor little Meg, <laughs> has been unceremoniously murdered, let's call it what it is. It is murder. Murdered. I will agree with you on that. Murder. Yeah. Strung up the corpse and then... And then that's when it becomes a revenge tale and we meet little Megan's mother, Big Megan. Now, what do you have to say about Big Megan taking a chunk out of little Megan, if you remember that part? I I do. Uh, I think it's grief. I think it is a uh, raw expression um, physically rendered of Mm. the grief of losing a child, which I do think is also a theme um, of the film, um, it's it's a, a reclaiming. It's the pain uh, of of eating her child in one chomp. So what you're saying is, uh, Mama Megan, through her grief, yes, started yes. to eat yes, little sure. Megan. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sure. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No. It's so. It's like. Uh, obviously, I've never had to experience the loss of a child. No. Um, but I can only imagine how horrible mm-hmm. and horrific that is. And yeah. So I, think it, I thought it was pretty obvious. I'm a bit surprised it went over your head, but what is? Uh, that the <laughs> <laughs> eating of little Megan. Yes. Little Meg. Yes. Uh, and, like, seeing her kind of, like, torn to bits and bloody mm-hmm. and the act of chomping down on the child was a, a visual metaphor for um, what was happening to her heart, um, losing a child. So I just, I think it's a really deep story about motherhood, primarily. Okay. <laughs> Katie, I would like to bring up a few points about this Please. film. Um, just want to know your opinion on it. What do you think about the accuracy of um, this film and how it portrays uh, ecosystems underwater and the behaviour of sharks? Mm, mm. Look, uh, I I don't really know why that's a question. To me, mm. it did seem <laughs> quite accurate. I mean, I've been to the aquarium. I've stood in the jaws of a Meg. Um, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That felt right to me. Is there anything? <laughs> did it feel not right to you? Or well, okay, let's just going back from your point about um a uh, mother shark's grief. Yes, Mama when they Megan. lose a child. Yeah, Mama Megan's yeah. grief. Um, and her behavior. Yes. Um, the reason behind that is because she chumped her daughter yeah. down because of she the fact that she was grieving. Yes, yes. Um, I just want to give you a few shark, uh, shark facts. Please, please. Um, sharks eat every two to three days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they, they cannot chew. Yep, yep. Um, because their their teeth fall out, so they have to swallow things whole. So sharks don't go for things that are bigger than them. They go for little things that they can swallow whole because the fact that t- their teeth fall out. Um, yeah, what do you yeah. think about that? Well, I think, um, one, uh, mm-hmm. unfortunately, Lil Megan is smaller than Mama Megan. Mm-hmm. So still, we still win on that point. That's still a big tick in the accuracy column. <laughs> Is she big um, enough to be – is she small enough to be swallowed whole? Um, look, I think I think it's completely logical. Look, I don't want to – I don't want to fat shame Mama Megan here. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. want to – I don't want to get into that. I just don't no. think that's appropriate. I think that mothers deal with enough bullshit. Um, yeah. And I don't want to have to comment on her size. But, look, if, if you're asking I mean, and you need if, me to comment – no, no, no. Um, hey, hey, hey. That's a social – that is a social construct that we don't have to be a part of. No. And, look, when you're grieving, are you thinking straight? Are you like, I'm only going to eat something I can swallow whole? Or are you just going to chomp down on your sweet little baby? All right, all right. Okay, so uh, I've got another point I wanted to make okay, that please. is a firmly in the positives column. Mm-hmm. Um. I just would like us to take a moment to reflect on the cast and the diversity of said cast. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would like it known that there are three female characters and a female child. And, mm-hmm. yes, all of them do require rescuing at some point quite explicitly, <laughs> but mm-hmm. they are there. And you now- know what? Years ago, <laughs> that wouldn't have been the case. And you know it. Now, you have said this argument, I think, at least once so far, and I'm very eager to hear you say it again and again. <laughs> they are there. You did mention mm. that you think this is about motherhood. It is. You said that Su Yin, um, the marine biologist, yes. played by Bing Bing Lee, um, her daughter was there. Yes. Um, are these facts that you're going to dispute, Kayla? I'm not disputing whatsoever. Mm. I'm agreeing wholeheartedly. I thought so. And I think that's where... We really need to nail down what you mean by they were there. Because to me, them just being there is almost as if saying they were the furniture. Oh, oh. I mean, um, look, furniture can't speak, Kayla. Um, <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. I don't want to hear this argument. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> My one negative with the female characters, uh, you know, my one is Ruby Rose's hair. Um, it's the yeah, one point I, you will will get me on. Um, in okay, so in my in my notes that I've written, yes, um, I've just got Ruby Rose discuss <laughs> hometown hero. 
obviously. Hometown hero for some. Mm. Um, <laughs> number one enemy for others. <laughs> There's just something about her face. Oh, all right. Are you are you wanting to strike up a, a nemesis in Ruby Rose? Is she your I it's not more it's not I want to. It's it's happened. It's inevitable. Yeah. yeah, and she knows it too. She would. She she knows it. Yeah. What is it she, about Ruby that get, um, gets you goat? <laughs> I she knows what she did. She knows what she did. Did she? <laughs> she knows exactly what she did, Katie. Um but I want to hear your thoughts on Ruby Rose's character. Mainly the character of her hair. Oh, okay. Look, you know what? Mm-hmm. Ruby Rose, I think we can agree, despite being your nemesis, um, mm-hmm. she's bloody stunning. She's very conventionally attractive. And I just mm-hmm. think, how how bold. What a move to make yourself unattractive for this role. To make <laughs> such a bold choice to go... I'm playing a woman in STEM. I'm a. I'm designing this underwater station. I don't mm-hmm. need to be conventionally attractive in my hair. Mm. Um, and so I just think <laughs> what an incredible. Um, conventionally attractive in my hair. I adore that. When I wake up and my hair is whack because I went to bed <laughs> with it wet, I'm going to be like, I don't have to be conventionally attractive in my hair. Just challenge the patriarchy every day by not being conventionally attractive in your hair. Power to her. Power Power to to her. her. I think that's convinced me well and truly. Thank you. I Um, still don't like the hair, but it was a choice. Making a point, it was a choice. Whose choice was it? I don't know, but please fire them. Please. Um, Because there was a moment where... She, her hair got wet, which I thought it was already wet. It definitely had uh, moisture or some kind it's got, of... Yeah, it's got yeah. some moisture to it, um, which is... it. I mean, it makes sense because they're in the ocean, but she was not in the water the whole time. Mm, um, there's mm. a moment where she is getting... Uh, she got pulled out of the water yep, yep. when she fell off the boat and DJ, played by uh, Paige Kennedy, mm, mm. looks to her when her hair is is sort of brushed back and goes, what happened to your hair? Mm, mm. And Jax replies, what happened to yours? And mm. part of me, I'm just very really curious about that because DJ was saying it like, oh, my God, your hair is weird. Mm. When for me as the viewer, I was like, oh, thank God, she's brushed it back a little bit. <laughs> uh, it, well, I did feel like it was an improvement um, yeah. myself. But uh, DJ, obviously the character has different preferences to you all and pa- I. Yeah, all power to him. And all I... power uh, to him as I believe the singular uh, and very much token black character in the entire um, film. Absolutely. Not the first one to die, though, however. No, no. Old mate Toshi, Toshi. was the first to go. Yes, he was. Not, not a, okay. I, uh, obviously it's a story about motherhood and I get that, like, when you're dealing with those heavy themes, like, sometimes just some things end up not being able to be included. Mm-hmm. Um as a big shark fan myself, I probably would have loved to see maybe like a little bit more carnage, maybe like a couple more dead bodies, maybe like a little bit more chomp chomp, munch munch. 
I'm a shark. I want to eat people. So the fact that um, <laughs> that Mama Meg mm. um, chomp chomped down on her own daughter wasn't enough gore for you? Uh, look, again, I think it's, it's the more important choice. Um, I, I think I, I just I saw probably... the light leave your eyes then, Katie. Uh, I think... <laughs> The light just left your eyes as you said that. You cold. You're a cold-hearted woman. <laughs> um, well, just while I'm, just while we're celebrating, yes. Um, this what are we celebrating again? This, uh, the the incredible uh, drama of film uh, with the themes of motherhood. Yes, um, of course. And obviously, women's development in STEM. Um, yes. <laughs> I just I just wanted to do like a yeah. Good on you guys. Um, just for okay. some really extremely uh, prominent product placement. I mean, what a testament to the marketing team. Um, what did I? I noticed there was some Sphero. It was definitely Nike. They were drinking Coca Cola. Getting that Coca Cola money, like just props to them, you know. Absolute props to them. I think there was a scene right at the start when we first meet Jonas, who we have not even mentioned yet, and I'm oh. very excited to get into that. Yes. Um, what beer is he drinking? I And I don't think they got the rights for that because every time we saw the beer, the label was hidden. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they, they lucked out on, on everything but that, didn't they? <laughs> on that, except for that one. Except for that. But they clearly, the marketing team, they're, they're doing... They're, they're working. They're working hard. Hey, Katie, they're there. They are there, my they number there. one. <laughs> now. <laughs> they are there. Uh, let's get into Jason. Jason? Jason, Jason. Statham. Yes. Jason. Um, he was also there. Jason Statham as Jonas Smith. Now, I've written here, hmm. this movie makes Jason Statham look like a bad actor, but now that I think of it, Mm. Was he always just a bad actor? It's an interesting, it's an interesting line of thought. Yeah, uh, where do, where does that take you, Katie? Mm, look, I I won't lie. I haven't seen too many of the Statham's film. I have well, I've quite enjoyed what I've seen in the Fast and Furious franchise. Let me be honest. Yeah, he is again much like old mate from Catwoman. Benjamin Bratt. He, Benjamin Bratt, our <laughs> from the Benjamin Bratt our number one Miss Congeniality shared universe. Yes, <laughs> he much like Benjamin Bratt. He is the same character in every movie. So I'm pretty sure all of his characters are. <laughs> There's a Statham universe. There is a Statham universe now. Um, so the, you don't need to really see many of his movies. You just need to see one of them and mm. understand that that is him in every movie. Yes. Okay. That tracks. Um, look, I don't know if he was bad, um, <laughs> per se. Um, look, uh, you and I, we both have uh, an acting degree, which obviously uh, just makes us much more qualified than other people to judge uh, actors. Yeah, it worked obviously. out very well for us. Absolutely. Yeah, it does. It's the position that we're in. Um, I'm I... currently in my cupboard recording this. So oh, I'm unemployed. Anyway. Things are looking good. <laughs> Um, <laughs> there was a bit, you know what, there was a really nice little moment in the office when they're all just doing their little chats, um, and the beautiful child is there and she's like, hey, crazy. And then he like kneels down and then they just had a cute little chat. And I was like, you know what? I bet he has kids. 
because it felt like a natural <laughs> natural interaction. <laughs> you know what? I bet you he has spoken to a child before. Yep. Not everyone has, Kayla. That's true. That's true. It's also, a true fact. We love a true fact. We love a true fact because facts are true and true is true. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about this relationship that he has out of the blue, that has that has out of the blue grown between mm. um, Jason Statham and uh, Su Yin's daughter. Yes, yes. The very first time we meet them, Jason Statham is going down to rescue um, the the submarine yes, that is yes. down below the depths. Um, and the daughter, let's just call her the daughter because neither of us can remember her name. No. She's in there playing with yes. high-tech equipment yeah. and then she's already like, oh, hey, you're a stranger. Let me tell you all about my life. Mm. Mm. Look, she's a go-getter. She's going to get things done, you she's know? She's a go-getter? She's, okay. she's smart. She's intelligent. She's like, I'm going to be a marine biologist. I don't remember if that's right. what her mum was. But I'm going to do this and I'm mm. going to get in early. Yeah, Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like most people don't don't start working towards their futures until they're in high school. She is no, getting true. in, getting in those hours too. Aspirational. Okay, aspirational. I spot, like, I mean, I hear your argument mm-hmm. and I'm going to ignore it. Okay. Um, <laughs> can I please, let's go back onto the, um, what you've just said about her mother being a marine biologist. Yes. Um, I just want to know. Not sure if she was. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure if she was. Let's see. <laughs> um, Not sure. Are you saying you're not sure if she was a marine biologist as, like, that was her job you just can't remember or I, that her actions may have proved otherwise? Uh, sorry, she was an oceanographer. She was an oceanographer. I oceanographer. will say that um, in in uh, the scene where they're about to find uh, Little Meg, Yes. who they believe is Mama Meg. Yes, um, yes, yes. She does say right before she gets ready to shoot a shark. Yes. She says, "I'm a marine biologist. Oh, okay. Let me do right. what I do best." Mm, mm. Now, I just, I just want to reiterate. She, she says it just before she gets ready to shoot a shark. Yep. Um. What What do you think? Um. A marine biologist relationship to a shark should be. about um maintaining (laughs) close relationships and i think Mm -hmm. a big part of that is boundaries and so i think where su yin is coming from in that moment is i'm gonna connect with meg here um but she has done some things that i don't approve of Mm -hmm. and so a part of setting a healthy boundary in a good relationship which is very important for marine biologists of course would in this instance be um, jabbing something into Meg's mouth. Um, now, now I, I personally, I disagree <laughs> with um, murder as mm-hmm. setting boundaries. That's my own personal take, just controversial okay, yeah. opinion. Um, Shared by most I, people, I, I think. Um. I could think so. Um, <laughs> it was the closest I got to shedding a tear was the shark murder in the film. But uh, mm-hmm. I think it's about, yeah, setting boundaries, having good relationships with, with the shark. Yeah, right. So I understand the setting boundaries. Mm, um, mm. And Su Yin has decided to go into this shark's natural habitat yeah. to start setting boundaries. Mm, well, you know, technically, <laughs> uh, the shark has left its own 
um, area. So Mm -hmm. there was the sub-zero layer and then underneath that was where all of the little Megs like should be and then by breaking and coming out of the barrier Mm. I mean that's a literal boundary that has been crossed which uh the stem research center Mm. Mm. broke in the first place yeah look I don't think I think everyone's at fault here Um, (laughs) 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 said like a true Katie, let's just do some quick, quick fire questions. Yes, um, go, go, go. I just really want to know your opinion on the fact that um, when they first, <laughs> when they first went down into the deep, deep dark. Yes, we saw a whole lot of um, ecosystems that couldn't exist together. We saw. Um, we saw some rays. We saw um, mm. some humpback whales. Mm. They they do not coexist together. What are your thoughts on uh, why they chose to show that? Well, I think it's pretty clear. Uh, they don't exist mm-hmm. together in environments that we know. And I think the film made it really obvious that this was an environment that we have not explored before. So um, easy. Done. Next. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wrote, I find myself not caring about anybody's deaths. Mm. What are your thoughts? Uh, look, same, except mm-hmm. Lil Meg. Lil Meg, okay. Lil Meg. Okay. Again, motherhood, okay. grief, themes in this wonderful dramatic work. Fantastic. That actually, <laughs> I, you know what? I didn't even consider the Meg's death and I take that How back. dare you? How I dare care you? about her death and nothing else. Good. If that's um, all I've got out of this um, challenge today, then I leave very happy. <laughs> <laughs> I leave content that you care about the life of dear departed Lil Meg. Um, I just want to, one more before we uh we wrap up and we Please. we get to our favorite moments. Yeah, yeah. I've written here. I love empty space between dialogue. What's your opinion on um the pace of 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 the script and look? I did the lack this, of. I did I write say. this down. Um. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I think the film, uh, it does have a severe lack of urgency. Um, mm-hmm. Nothing feels like it's ever Given really... that they are in the deep ocean and they're mm. um, trying to find and track and kill this uh, megalodon, mm. there is a lack of urgency. My, my thoughts here um, <laughs> is that that's very clearly a deliberate decision. Uh, the, the world uh, has been quite stressful. Um, mm-hmm. For quite some time now. And I just think the filmmakers were like, we're going to make this movie, but we're also going to make it hella chill. Like, you're not right. going to be stressed out. <laughs> you're not going to be like, oh, danger. I'm on the edge of my seat. None of that. None of that. Relax. Sit back. Scenes are going to take a really long time to get through. We're going to have lots of transitions, lots of space. So what you're saying is this movie was essentially cross-genre. It was oh, it yeah. was a multitude of things. How Absolutely. would you describe it? How would you describe it then in terms of genre? Um, look, obviously it's a family drama. Um, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> you love me. <laughs> I hate you. Let's all right, let's get let's get let's get to uh some of our favorite slash uh Bits that really stuck in our mind. Um, mm. Any final thoughts? Yeah, yeah. Katie? Um, 
I did just want to point out quickly yes. uh, in the meeting room office, there was a picture with uh, the grandfather, uh, whatever, head of the station, meeting Obama. So you love mm-hmm. to see it, number one. Yes. Um, I love will. To see it. I will put it on record that genuinely, every time they showed the shark, I was sitting there going, stunning, gorgeous. What's the the Lady Gaga <laughs> clip? <laughs> yes, breathtaking, you are, you are amazing. <laughs> um, so I just stand there quite genuinely. Um, what did I? So I think. So I think my favorite bit, my MVP moment in the entire film. We haven't talked about it yet, which I kind of can't believe because it's bloody incredible. So our wonderful daughter, human daughter. Not shark daughter, human daughter. Yes. Important distinction. Not shark daughter. Yep. Not shark daughter. Not wonderful little Meg. R.I.P. We're in the mm. O level. Um, daughter's just been running her little sphero around. She looks up, and then you just so slowly see. I believe it's Mama Meg, just like mm-hmm. gently, majestically, coming right towards her, and then you just get this most amazing, like crunch, like just oh. That moment, like just the 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 the, the crunch on the the, uh, the glass. Yeah, uh, that would be my that would be my favorite bit. Did you have a favorite moment? Okay, look, I'm not going to take your MVP moment away from you. Thank I apologize. You. Thank you. I will hold sharks. That. I will say something though, just quickly. I'm not going to take it away from you, but okay. sharks sharks cannot stop moving because mm. that's how they breathe. Mm. And um, well, they're she also took asleep my most away. of the time. She took my oh. breath away. So, um, so I I don't know if you know this. I know sometimes we like to have our own little tagline. Yes, uh, yes. For the movie, uh, what what would you what would you say? So the Meg, the Meg. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the Meg. Um, <laughs> wait, I'm actually gonna. T- this is my tagline. Okay, okay. <laughs> this is uh inspired by Riley Zed, the okay. Meg. This movie has no fucking balls. <laughs> Fuck them. That's I my mean, tagline. But that's factually incorrect because they, we can confirm there is at least one one ball. Um, <laughs> let me have it. Let me have. Oh, this okay, tagline. I'll let you have that. Um, I what's, was trying to. I was trying to think of one because obviously I love. I love this film actually. Um. But I, I found the actual tagline to the film and I genuinely, yes. I don't think I can beat it. So the actual tagline of the film is, The Meg, pleased to eat you. I mean, what more do you want? What more do you I want? I want the movie to be good, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think... I think that that does it for us here at Actually I Loved It. Um, <laughs> Katie, could you please, pretty please, before I lose my mind, can you please? I mean, I'm surprised we're not going to talk about the sequel that's been greenlit, which is Meg 2, The Trench, but it's okay. We'll hold no, that thought for no, another. We are, no, Jordan, my partner, told me about that last night and I got literal shivers down my spine. Right? Oh, so just... keen, so keen. Yeah, if that's what you want to call it. Um, Katie, please. I'm waiting with you... bated breath. <laughs> oh, my God, this is 
All right, all right. Um, so <laughs> Give me my clue. Give me my clue for next week. Very excited about next week. Um, I am taking us back to the early 2000s. Ooh. Your clue. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you'll get it. I'm interested. Um, I mean, I don't know a lot of I don't know a lot of movies like you know them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I would say I know this because it was an ad on a video that I used to watch. Oh my god. Um, am I turtly enough? <gasps> Are you talking about Master of Disguises? <gasps> I am talking about Master of Disguises. Katie, Katie, I can't even. I can't even tell you. I can't even pretend to tell. Like I. Can't, I love this movie. Okay. Well, then, and then it's going to be a breeze, isn't it? Well, you are a tall glass of water. <laughs> are you kidding? <laughs> Katie, I know I know. you thanked me when I said that we would be watching The Meg, um, mm-hmm. but this is a true gift that you have given me. <laughs> you don't understand how much I love this film or how much I loved it. Now that I'm saying it out loud, I'm very worried <laughs> that I'm going to be like, yeah, it was good. <laughs> Look, I'm very, I'm very excited to hear your thoughts. Um, I will remind you, just a little tease. Uh, it does have, I believe, it's a one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, no, it's gonna be um, hella racist, isn't it? Oh my god, I'm just thinking about it now. <laughs> just quick, just keep oh, no. your, your seal of approval on this one. I can't. No, no comment. No more comment. It is a one one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm excited. I'm excited if you're gonna love it. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm already. Um, anyway, I've dug myself into a hole already. Here we go. I'm so keen. <laughs> Um, if you're not already, follow us on all our socials. We're Instagram at Actually I Loved It. Twitter, we're AileyPod. That's A-I-L-I pod. Um, if you want to send us an email just with your thoughts on anything or any suggestions, it's actually I loved it at gmail.com. Um, and, yeah. Thanks for being with us, guys. Alright, hooroo. Hooroo. <laughs> I think that's how sign up. Alright, hooroo. Hooroo. <laughs> oh my god. That was great. in my notes oh my god katie this bit i said (laughs) what did i say (gasps) salt salty water lick icy pole (laughs) okay everyone this is the last message i swear we just recorded a lot of things out of order and this is what happened we would just like to say a huge thank you to Imogen Siegler for producing the wonderful audio that you heard for our episode. You can follow her on Spotify and listen and find more of her music there. Just type in Imogen Siegler, that's C-Y-G-L-E-R, and you'll be sure to find her. Bye.